Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Welcome to Hollywood and Levine. As always, thank you so much for being here. I am Ken Levine, your podcast host. Okay, I'm going to experiment again this week. Now, part of the fun for me of doing this podcast is being able to just try shit out. So that's what I'm going to do this week. Until I run out of topics, I am just going to riff on stuff. Now, I do this from time to time on my blog. And the inspiration for this, I should say, comes from a sports writer who used to be in L.A. named Alan Malamud. He used to do this for the L.A. Times and the L.A. Herald Examiner before that. And then later it was picked up and copied by Larry King. And so I just want to mention that I am stealing from Alan Malamud and not Larry King. Just want to get that out, you know. Up front, I do have some integrity. Anyway, I'm just going to do this until I run out of things, and then I'll think of something else. We'll see. Also, I'm going to do a contest this week. How many podcasts do you know of that actually have contests? Well, the grand prize is really something. Are you ready? A Cheers script written by me and David Isaacs and signed by both of us. Yes, pick yourself up off the floor. Details on how to win are coming up later on in this podcast. Yeah, do you get the sense that I come from a radio background? So anyway, that's what I'm going to be doing this week. I have a bunch of scraps of paper in front of me. Let's just see how this goes. Hollywood and the Vine. First of all, thank you all so much for all of the lovely notes, the best wishes and condolences following the passing of my dad, Cliff. One quick story about him, and this will kind of give you an idea of the kind of guy that he was. A couple of years ago, he was in a hospital. He was about to have a very serious heart procedure. And as they were wheeling him into surgery, a nurse who was just kind of making conversation asked him what he did. And he said he was a pornography director looking for new talent. Okay, that was my dad. People wonder where I get my sense of humor. That's where. All right, now here's something I want to talk about. A lot of podcast apps have this feature where you can listen at one and a half speed. Now, I'll be honest, I have never loved my voice. I know who does. But at one and a half speed, I must really sound like a chipmunk. Do you listen at an accelerated rate 
to this podcast or to any podcast. Now, I can certainly see the argument for it. Time is limited and you can kind of blast through uh, more podcasts. And some of these programs, of course, have two co-hosts and they'll spend 10 minutes just talking about what they did on the weekend. And you're just going like, oh, who gives a shit about this stuff? So it gives you a chance to fly through that. And also, you know, some of these interviews with people are really boring. People stammer and all like that. And some of these uh, programs, from what I understand, uh, don't just speed up the dialogue, but they kind of suck up the dead spots. And very few people edit their podcasts. So sometimes, you know, you do have to sit through all of this stuff. Now, I try to make my podcasts nice and zippy, even without having to speed things up. I mean, I try to cut out the dead spots and I actually do edit uh, a little bit so that the podcast will not sound really halting. Anyway, I am curious as to whether or not you listen to regular speed or speed it up. Again, you can always email me at hollywoodlevine at outlook.com. Did you catch any of the ball games a couple of weekends ago when all of the MLB teams wore these ridiculous Ridiculous day glow little league type uniforms. How utterly classless. I mean, it really turns Major League Baseball into a fat man's picnic. And as someone who broadcasts Major League Baseball and has loved the game and the tradition and the class of the sport, personally, I was just horrified. Now, The Yankees played at Yankee Stadium that weekend. They played against the Mariners. And I was saying to some friends who I still associate with, who work with the Mariners, I was saying, you know, if I was a fan and I bought tickets to go to Yankee Stadium for the first time in my life, I would feel like I was really ripped off if the Yankees, instead of coming out in those majestic pinstripe uniforms, came out in these clown suits the way they did, I would have really been pissed. So do you think this is going to continue? Oh, another thing they they did is instead of having the players' names on the back of the uniforms, they had their nicknames. Ha ha. It's really whimsical and fun, isn't it? Oh, Christ. Anyway, is this going to continue? Yes, it will, because those stupid day-glow jerseys were just flying off the shelf. So I expect they're going to do it again next year and maybe every year. I watched the new multi-camera comedy Disjointed. Okay, now I'm just kind of screwing with anybody who is listening to this thing at uh, one and a half speed. Yeah, Disjointed is that new Chuck Lorre show that uh, debuted on Netflix. And um, here's my review of it because people are asking me what I thought. Ready? It's superior donuts with grass. And they can swear. That's it. That is pretty much the whole show. Same premise, different locations, but the exact same show. No, on CBS, you can't do this joke. So, about your mother, what the fuck? Okay, and that got a huge laugh from the audience. 
But otherwise, if you like Superior Donuts, you will like this. Lots of jokes, lots of audience laughter. And you may wonder if the laughter has been sweetened. Well, there are a couple of runs where the Asian character is speaking in Chinese on the phone and is subtitled, and somehow the audience is roaring. So your guess is as good as mine as to whether or not they actually sweetened the laughter. Meanwhile, I noticed that Fox has bought two new multi-camera pilots for their upcoming development season. Could multi-camera be making a comeback? Well, One Day at a Time is doing really well at Netflix, and of course Big Bang Theory is still the number one comedy. Now, on my blog... I posted a run a couple of weeks ago from an episode of Cheers that my partner David Isaacs and I wrote the very first season called Any Friend of Diane's. And in the episode, Julia Duffy arrives as Diane's friend from college, and she's very distraught. Like Diane, she's a real pseudo-intellectual. And she reads a Russian poem that usually cheers her up. Now, if you know anything about Russian poetry, you know that it's usually really dreary, really grim. So we wrote a Russian poem, and this is what it sounded like. I used to find enormous comfort translating Russian poetry. I know, but no more. Even when I went back over my favorite, Karashnikov's Another Christmas of Agony, it failed to suit me. Misha the dog lies dead in the bog. The children cry over the carcass. The mist chokes my heart, covers the mourners. At least this year we eat. <laughs> well, if that didn't pick you up, I'm in virtual loss. Okay, now the point is, we did this in front of a studio audience. Multi-camera shows have become just these joke machines. But there's no reason why they can't strive for something a little bit higher, something a little bit smarter. Now, I can't imagine a multi-camera show today, even on Netflix, taking a minute and doing a highbrow bit like this one. But maybe if somebody did, multi-cameras wouldn't seem like second-class sitcoms anymore. Hey, I'm looking forward to Alexander Payne's new movie called Downsizing. It stars Matt Damon, Christoph Waltz, and, get ready for this, Udo Kier and Hong Chow. Now, it is a, an adult comedy, at least that's what it is billed as, and the premise is that you have a group of people who get miniaturized and I guess then they can live in little mansions and things like that. I don't know. It's a kind of comedy sci-fi thing and a statement about overpopulation. The 30-second trailer to the trailer, though, looks pretty interesting, which is a new phenomenon. I mean, it used to be they would come out with a trailer. Well, now they come out with this, like, 30-second preview to the trailer. And they tell you when the trailer is coming out, September 12th is when the trailer for Downsizing should arrive. But I always like Alexander Payne's movies. It's a comedy, and yeah, you know, it's people in miniature, but it is not a sequel to Ant-Man. 
Hollywood always loves its trade papers. I mean, we love gossip here in Tinseltown. And the new go-to entertainment trade is a website, Deadline Hollywood. Now, it used to be Variety and Hollywood Reporter, and they're still in existence, but they're kind of non-factors now. But Deadline Hollywood is the entertainment trade go-to. And I'm always amazed by how myopic Hollywood is, how everything in the world is reduced to how it affects Hollywood. Okay, during the horrendous Houston floods, this was an actual Deadline Hollywood headline. Ready? Houston's AMC and Regal Theaters still closed due to Hurricane Harvey. (laughs) Unbelievable. Meanwhile... I am planning on reviewing the Emmys. How's that for a segue? I'm planning on reviewing the Emmys, which will be Sunday night, September 17th. Now, I did that with the Oscars, and of course, they're always snarky and bitchy. But details next week on how this is going to work. Hopefully, I will be up and running the day after the Emmys, so you'll be able to hear my bitchy, snarky Emmy review. Now, if you're a composer, I imagine that it must be maddening to hear a bad cover of one of your songs. Take, for example, Send in the Clowns, written by Stephen Sondheim. This is a very wistful song, originally sung by a middle-aged woman reflecting on her regrets in life. It's very heartbreaking. Now, listen to this version by Mel Torme. Isn't it rich? Are we a pair? Me here at last on the ground, you in midair. Send in the clown. Send in the clown. Isn't it bliss? Don't you One who keeps tearing around, one who can't move. Where are the clowns? Where are the clowns? Send in the clowns. Just when I stopped opening doors, finally knowing the one that I again with my usual flair sure of my life no one is there don't you love farce my fault I fear I thought that you'd want what I want sorry my dear where are the clowns Send in the clowns Don't bother their ears God, enough of that Oh, Jesus Christ How can you not listen to the lyrics And not know that This is not how you interpret 
this song. It's unbelievable. Mel Torme sent in the clowns, and I can now see why people listen to podcasts at double speed. The new TV season is about to start. Are you excited? Huh? Are you? Hello? Hello? Okay. Me neither. And here's how excited Los Angeles is over having not just one NFL team after 20 years of having none. Now they have two. We got the Rams last year and this year we get the, um, the Chargers. And recently the two teams, Rams and the Chargers, played a preseason game in the L.A. Coliseum and they only drew 30,000 fans. Stadium seats, 90,000. And you say, well, okay, tickets are expensive, you know, NFL games. Yeah, well, okay. Tickets were $6. That's right. Yeah, it's a preseason game, and a few of the Rams starters missed the game. But still, $6 for a seat, and they only got 30000 to see a National Football League game? By comparison, in the spring when USC has their spring football scrimmage, they get 50,000 people. (laughs) Nobody in L.A. really gives a shit about the NFL, especially the Chargers. Now, when it was announced that the Chargers were moving up here from San Diego, they had a big rally at the Inglewood Forum where the Lakers used to play. And when I say a big rally... You know, it was just a a handful of people. It it just looked like the Trump inauguration. And they were all wearing Charger jerseys. And you saw, like, shots of this on the local news. But clearly, all of these people had been given the jerseys because you could still see the price tags on them. Yeah, that was their big rally. Okay, that's all I got Oh, wait, wait, one more thing. Getting back to, uh, to cover versions of songs. And as a playwright, you know, I'm kind of experiencing this myself because as opposed to television where, you know, you write an episode of Frasier and you know that David Hyde Pierce is going to be playing Niles and you know that Perry Gilpin is going to be playing Roz. Well, when you write a one-act play or a full-length play and you send it out there, uh, who knows who's going to be doing it and who knows who's going to be directing it. And sometimes you get lightning in a bottle uh, when I went to Philadelphia to see a production of my play A or B in Hatboro, it was fantastic. It was great. But then I've seen my work in some other places and it hasn't been as uh, good. And, um, and then I think, again, about songwriters who write these songs and then they hear cover versions and they have no say in it. I at least have say. I mean, I, I give these people permission to to make my plays. And uh, if you're a songwriter, like if you're Paul Simon and the chairman of the board, Frank Sinatra, decides to do one of your songs to honor you by singing one of your tunes, you really 
have no say. In fact, even if you hate it, you have no say. Here is the chairman of the board. Here is Mr. Sinatra, the guy who is known for his brilliant interpretation of songs. Here is Frank singing Mrs. Robinson. And here's to you, Mrs. Robinson. Jilly loves you more than you will know. Oh, bless you, please, Mrs. Robinson. Heaven holds a place for those who pray. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, hey, hey. We'd like to know a little bit about you for our files. We'd like to help you learn help yourself Look around you All you see are Sympathetic eyes Stroll around The grounds until you Feel at home The PTA Mrs. Robinson Won't okay the way You do your thing Ding, ding, ding And you'll get your Mrs. Robinson Fooling with that young stuff Like you do continues right after this. I've been telling you about Wink.com, you know, the online wine club. You get bottles of extraordinary wine that is tailored to your taste, and it's delivered right to your door. Well, recently, I decided to give it the ultimate test. We had a real snob over for dinner. And I had just received a bottle of wine from Wink.com, and so that's what I served him. And you know what? It was playfully articulate enough for this wine connoisseur. So if this guy thought it was great, and this guy took down the information and wanted to join himself... I knew we were in the clear. It really is a great opportunity. They tailor the wine, like I said, to your palate. Satisfaction guaranteed, 
Most bottles of wine are only $13, which is a huge bargain. And like I said, there's the convenience factor. It's delivered right to your door. Now, I would like you to try Wink.com, so I have an introductory offer for you. All you have to do is go online and go to Wink, and again, that is W-I-N-C, Wink.com slash Hollywood, and get $22 off of your first order. And if you order four bottles or more, they'll toss in the shipping as well. Again, $22 off your first shipment, satisfaction guaranteed. All you got to do is go to Wink.com slash Hollywood. And you know what? The bottle was really playfully articulate. Hollywood and the Vine. I promised you a contest, and here it is. Again, the grand prize is a Cheers script autographed by me and David Isaacs. I haven't played this in a long time, but this is a montage of the various shows that David and I worked on. Our thanks to Howard Hoffman for putting it together. What I'm going to do for you now is play it again. And what I want you to do is list all of the shows in order, okay? And then send your guess to HollywoodLevine at Outlook.com. That's HollywoodLevine at Outlook.com. You can submit up to five entries. And if more than one person gets it right, I will have a drawing and pick the winner. The winner will be announced on the Emmy Review podcast. And the deadline of turning in your entries is Wednesday, September 13th at 11.59 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. So here we go. I'm going to play this. You can listen to it and listen back a couple of times. This is a list of the shows that I worked on with David Isaacs. What are they and in what order? Give a listen. Okay, there it is. I bet you listen to that at regular speed. Once again, what are the shows and in what order? Send your entry to HollywoodLevine at Outlook.com. Again, that's HollywoodLevine at Outlook.com. Five entries, deadline 11.59 p.m. on September 13th. That is Eastern Daylight Time. I will announce the winner on the Emmy Review podcast. Good luck. And that will do it for this experimental edition 
of Hollywood and Levine. Thanks so much to Adam and Susie Meister-Butler, to Howard Hoffman, also to John Wolford and Randy Thomas. You can follow me at Twitter, at Ken Levine. I'm also on Instagram, Hollywood and Levine. And for whatever reason, if you want to reach me, HollywoodLevine at Outlook.com. Back again next week. Good luck on the contest. Again, it is an autographed copy of Cheers. You're going to want to have it. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.